and welcome back to the Link Adelaide podcast. Steve Moiler with you after a big week in Adelaide where the State Theatre Company launched an amazing 2015 program. Uh, last Thursday night, we'll uh, grab all the details and uh, go through the program with you really, really soon. Uh, uh, meanwhile, State Theatre will be premiering the exclusive Australian premiere of uh, Peter Brooks' The Suit this week on October 1 through 12 at the Dunstan Playhouse, also coming up for State Theatre Company. Uh, Corey McMahon is directing Ian Meadows' uh, Between Two Waves, uh, featuring Matt Crook, Elena Karapetis, Ellen Steele and James Edwards. That's on at the uh, Bakehouse Theatre from October 9 to 25 and uh, is uh, part of State's Umbrella Program. So make sure you check that one out, Between Two Waves, at the Bakehouse Theatre from October 9 to 25. Uh, but it's a suit of a different kind we're talking about today and uh, an interview we did back in 2013 but has been unreleased until now. I've been searching through my computer and found a few old ones that I haven't yet put out. Uh, this one is with Catherine Kelly uh, talking all about uh, what's going on again this month in October. Uh, it's Frocktober. Here's Catherine with some details. Basically, Frocktober started back in 2006 uh, when a group of friends and I who live um, down in Geelong, we thought of the word, thought it was kind of, there might be something in it, and um, decided we were going to go to the pub and wear our favourite dresses that we never had an occasion to wear uh, and hand around a hat. And we raised about $200 um, in that first year, uh, which is pretty, we thought was pretty good. Um, and now we've raised about over half a million dollars so far for the oh, wow. Cancer Research Foundation. Yeah. Like that's taking you what? It's like six, six. Yeah, over giving you half yeah. a million dollars. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> Thank you. We're pretty pleased. Um, this year we've raised already um, over fifty thousand dollars. So we're hoping that we're just gonna go gangbusters this year and get yeah. lots of people involved in raising some awareness about ovarian cancer as well as some money. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I sort of only discovered in the last 24 hours, kind of ironically, that it's, um, <laughs> one of my friends had had ovarian cancer kind of in the last oh. 12 months. And it's just, uh, yeah. it's just one of those things, you know, you know, for cancers that affect women, you know, a lot of the um, talk is probably about breast cancer and then you get some talk about cervical cancer because of the yeah, pain that's that come out for that. But um, ovarian cancer kind of doesn't get as much of a look in. But, uh, yeah, and the story I've heard with ovarian cancer is um, that uh, lower than some of the other um, cancers that are around, so the stories just don't get told perhaps as often as um, some of the other cancers that um, people are diagnosed with. That's mm. why they call it the, the silent killer, which is a bit of a scary term, but definitely a reason that it deserves a bit more um, bit more funding and support. So hopefully with Frocktober we can find an early detection test yeah. Um, and yeah, and get some of those stories out there. Um, how early is it detected normally in women? Yeah, so currently there's no early detection test for ovarian cancer, so that's one of the um, one of the reasons that yeah we're we're so keen on fundraising for this one, um, so that it can be detected earlier. Yeah, and at the moment it, it often gets detected late. And obviously, if it's too late, bad things happen. But um, mm. you know, can people? kind of recover from it in as much as you can recover from a cancer like with breast cancer if you detect it early? There's definitely positive stories out there of people who have been diagnosed and, you know, live to tell a tale. They've got some um, some really great personal stories up on the Ovarian Cancer Research Foundation website, ocrf.com.au. 
Um, and then there's a link from our website as well, which is foctober.org. Yeah, uh, and yeah, and we have a Facebook group as well, which is which is actually really good. There's a heaps of really cool stories up on our Facebook page at the moment of people who are flocking up around Australia, um, and even some internationally, uh, and the oh, different nice. things they're doing. Yeah, so it's really been really having, fun watching that. Like, cause I think the original challenge of stuff that you probably started in 2006 was to wear a different frock every day of the month. Yeah, so Which that's I think is ridiculous. We have 31 trucks in their wardrobe. Ah, uh, look, it's actually embarrassing um, <laughs> how many dresses I have. And when, I was really surprised because when I when I posted up on Facebook how many dresses I have, I was really surprised at how many people um, admitted how many they had, which was a similar number, and also uh, surprising people that I never would have expected. So I get the impression there's there's just thousands and thousands of, of frocks hanging in cupboards all over Australia that people don't really wear. So they need to be embracing this month and, and getting involved in wearing <laughs> them just for a chance to. Um, yeah, so <laughs> it's 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 quite interesting. Some people so that was our, that was what we call the original challenge, the thirty one dresses in thirty one days. Um but there's a People can basically do whatever they want. So they can hold a, a frock party and invite their friends to, you know, wear their favourite frocks. Or um, one person is a blogger. Um, I'm not sure where she's based, but she's designing a different um, outfit for a little paper doll every day that you can print off um, her blog and then um, dress up your little paper doll every day. So people get really creative. Um, That's phenomenal. It is phenomenal, um, the stuff people do. Uh, one person a couple of years ago, I think, made a different dress every day for 31 days. Um, the best ones are often when, when men get involved because they can create quite a bit of fuss putting on a dress, and for some reason, men love to do it. So but, <laughs> and they say, no, no, we don't. But I reckon most guys would love to get a frock on. But I've seen I've seen guys wearing frocks out in the band and they seem to get an awful yeah. awesome amount of female attention as well. Like it's just that thing when a guy throws on a dress is I think the bravery and the confidence you have to do to get it on. I and think that might be what it is. It's just it's yeah, incredible. Thing. <laughs> and I, I did check out your everyday hero page. Um yeah. everydayhero.com.au slash frocktober. Yeah. If you go to frocktober.org, it does get directed to that everyday hero page. So that's okay. if you remember. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there was a you had kind of the list of the top fundraisers and the guys in number three, which I reckon is pretty awesome. Yeah, it is. It's great, isn't it? I think that guy. Um, uh, I'd have to look, but I think he runs a cafe in Melbourne, and he's um, getting people to bring in dresses for him, and then um, <laughs> getting other customers to donate money for it. <laughs> so, oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, so that's been really, really fun um, watching. I, I think for the first time getting the top five. Yeah. So very exciting. Very, very exciting. And uh, obviously kind of this is the, the idea that it's a hell of a lot of fun to kind of frock up, whether it's a party yeah. that you host or a series of parties or a workplace day that you organise where everyone's gets dressed up in their finery and kind of like a casual Friday. But um, yeah, it's absolutely. Like money and money towards ovarian cancer. And also the other big thing for this, for October is that we're raising awareness for ovarian cancer, for women to go and get checked and just keep an eye on what's going on. And I guess uh, try and make yourself a bit aware and, and share the message with your friends. And I think it's it's basically anything like sort of any of the big scary diseases and cancers and stuff that um, quite often the best way to 
make sure you're okay is to make sure that you're getting regular checkups from your doctor and um, speaking to your doctor. Making sure you get a good doctor as well because some, you know, yeah. it's a good, good idea to shop around and get someone you're comfortable with and talk Absolutely. to them about your body and sort of if things don't feel right, it's a really good idea to get checked. And, you know, the more often you get checked, the earlier you'll catch anything. If you do uh, for any of the cancers, whether they're kind of prostate or testicular cancer in guys or ovarian cancers and breast cancers and those other kind of cancers in, in women, that the earlier you get them, the better chance you've got of continuing the yeah. you want to have. That's right. And a lot of the um, the symptoms around ovarian cancer are quite vague. So I guess the more on top of things that you can be, the better, definitely. Well, Catherine, it's been wonderful having a chat to you about for October. And uh, I Thank hope you. everyone has a fantastic month. Like Halloween, yeah. Halloween's at the end of it. So, Absolutely. you know, good chance for an <laughs> so end of October. We might make October. that one a bit of a scary day or something. Yeah. <laughs> Zombie song. Well, thank you very much for having me on. It's been great. Thank you, and I hope you raise a, a hell of a lot of money this year. Yeah, thank you. The brilliant Catherine Kelly there talking all about Frocktober back in 2013. Now, some new figures for you. As of 2014, they've raised over $800,000 across the history of Frocktober. And uh, this year alone, the figure is currently standing at over $14,000. So uh, we're sure they'll have another big year this year. And if you want to get involved, you can head to frocktober.org. Or search them out on Facebook and uh, help raise a lot of money and, more importantly, awareness for the Ovarian Cancer Research Foundation. So get checked, get involved, and have a whole lot of fun in Frocktober. Thanks again to Catherine for the interview and for more details about what's going on in and around Adelaide. Make sure you check us out on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash linkadelaide. Or find us on Twitter at linkadelaide where we'll retweet and tweet about a whole lot of things happening in and around town. We'll be back soon with another podcast. Until then, have a great day.